So welcome to the Formula One Tavern. Let's talk Formula One. So the FIA has just rubber stamped new changes to help teams with the new price capping. From now on, drivers are to be self-employed and as such are allowed to drive for as many teams as they want. To help facilitate this, the F2 drivers will be able to double up to the F1 teams. Now, there's been a slight fly in the ointment though, as all the, the all-powerful Ferrarski team have said they will only allow their drivers to ride for two teams, which goes against the FIA's wishes and their rules. The FIA have issued a statement that they can do nothing as the Ferrarski Federation is too powerful for the FIA, too powerful for them to enforce its own rules. Now, by now, everyone thinks that I have finally lost my mind. But this is exactly the position that Speedway finds itself in. Just ask Niels Iverson. Only in Speedway. Good evening, Good everybody. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, everybody's looking at me all sort of puzzled for a second then. No, no, no. For a second. <laughs> You're normally crazy. But it's true, isn't it? If, if the FIA, if Formula One tried to run Formula One in the way that Speedway's run, everybody would just think they'd gone mad. Oh, they certainly would, yeah. But uh, unfortunately, it seems to be the wine speeder that you can uh, you can do that, and nobody bats an eyelid. Um, this thing with oh, that's better. This thing with Niels Iverson um, riding for Kingsley and then having an agreement with his Polish team to to be able to do that, and then they're saying no, you can't anymore mm. um, because it's only two teams you're allowed to ride for. It's just uh, yeah. Well, well, I mean, we've heard stuff about the um, demands of, of Polish teams before, mm. um, so it doesn't shouldn't come as a massive surprise, to be fair. So, I guess a lot of this comes from the fact that riders can ride for who they want to. Well, that's it. We've let it go out of control, um, haven't we? Unfortunately, it's, so. it has gone out of control. We did um, touch on this last week as well, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. we did. We did. We did. Um, so, okay, uh, if you guys out there, I think there's at least three of you, um, would like to uh, join in, uh, Chris will tell you how you can do that. Okay, so on Facebook, just search for the Speedway Tavern, you'll find us on all good Facebook pages and groups, uh, or you can listen to us now on YouTube as well, we, uh, we go live on YouTube every Tuesday. Uh, if you missed tonight's show, you can always catch up on our podcast, which is on Apple, Google, Spotify, and a lot of all other major podcast platforms. I thank you. Good man. You've got a telephone number as well. Yeah, if you want, anybody wants to call, uh, you can WhatsApp us on 0777-911-7082. And he's going to put that number up for you. I will do. On one of I our shoutboxes. Getting to, I'm getting to it all. Okay, he's bu- he looks busy. He looks hot. So, so behind. I don't so mean that behind. in a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> I was worrying then, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so have we got any uh, takers, anybody on we have, uh, at the moment? Uh, I'll put your button on the screen in a second. Uh, Simon's on. Andrew, Rich Thomas, Jeff Daniels, David James, John Bird, Pete Clark, and a load more others. We're a bit too shy to say anything. Okay. I'm sure they'll come out of the shell. I'm sure sure they will. I've only got to say something stupid and they'll all be there. Yeah. It doesn't take long. No, no. It never takes long. Um, Well, I guess we might as well start with our respective teams. Um, Good meeting for Wolverhampton against Bellevue. Well, it was, yeah. I mean, surely we should be starting with the big news, of course, with uh, Newcastle, the uh, folding. 
Okay, so I didn't. Hear, I had didn't. No, that's that, that's, yeah. Yes, that was announced uh, this morning. I am going to try and uh, dig the statement out for you. I did actually. Well, I was actually wondering. Have you heard this news? Obviously, you. Uh, no, answer. I haven't. No. Um, but uh, we will. Uh, been a busy few da- few days and weekend for me. I don't think it's come as a particular surprise. In fairness, but uh, we will uh, dig the statement statement out, uh, and I have got it here. Right, here we go. Newcastle Diamond season has come to an immediate end with 11 SGB Championship League matches outstanding as the sole owner of the Diamonds, Rob Grant, has made the unilateral decision late last night that enough is enough and that the club is now closed for business. Grant has said, I've had no option but to close the Diamonds down for now. I have to point out that this is my decision only, as only fellow as my fellow promoters and anyone else who has a keen interest in keeping Newcastle Speedway going wanted to help things run until the end of this season. But there is really no other option and in the long term it is for the good of Newcastle Speedway. The situation has taken a massive toll on the finances of the club, a massive hit on my own mental health and also a substantial toll on my, on my other businesses, and I cannot allow that to take me down. Crowds have naturally dwindled to an unworkable level, and with results like our matches at home against Redcar and Leicester, and Trump, we are trying to encourage folk back into the stadium, and that was never going to work with these results. But again, that's all down to me making poor decisions. The team needed changes, yes, but the fact was clear. As many other promoters will tell you, there are simply no top guys available to come in at the moment, and that crippled our efforts to bring in top-end new blood, despite massive efforts to do so. The situation was critical, and it had to be shut down now before it became too late for prospective new people to take a look at the club and buying it in 2023. Had we continued like we were, I would have ended up running Newcastle Speedway so deep into the ground that it would have been impossible to bring it back to life or clear its financial commitments successfully. All in which in due course, all in which in due course, but now at least there is an option for someone to get in touch and see if new blood can fully take over the club for the future. It is quite a long statement, so but that that's really the the gist of it. It's not come as a surprise. I it's don't not, think. Not, not come the, as uh, a surprise. Um, my my immediate reaction is I feel sorry for the Newcastle supporters, but I will say this. Um, and do you know what? This goes for Birmingham supporters as well. Do you deserve to have a speedway club if you don't get out there and support it? Mm. Now, that might seem harsh. Well, there, there is the argument as well, of course, that um, was there a, a team they were supporting because they they sailed very they've sailed close to the wind before Newcastle, mm. haven't they? Um, last season it was pretty much foregone conclusion that they weren't going to come to the tapes in 2022. Um, Rob Grant obviously had a change of heart. When they had a big crowd, I think they had a big crowd for the Birmingham meeting. That was that was, was supposed to be their crowd, last yeah. meeting. Um, but I think they really needed to take the bull by the horns and try and get as strong a team as possible because it was a second chance that they didn't think they were going to get. But mm-hmm. I mean, right at the start of the season, you looked at the Newcastle team and you just thought that team's not going to be able to compete, and he hasn't competed. If you're racing home matches and you're struggling to get past 25 points, then you're in big trouble. And the yeah. reality is, with the cost of living going up, it's People just don't have the spare cash now. So, you know, people's habits have changed. Unfortunately, they they don't support Newcastle. They support and winning Newcastle, and unfortunately, they they weren't doing it. Um, or at least a competitive Newcastle. Right. And it, it, yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It wasn't good for Newcastle. It wasn't good for the city. You know, a Newcastle city that's got a fantastic sporting pedigree. Um, and the other thing that people have overlooked as well, really, is the fact that 
all these teams that have raced Newcastle and rattled 60 points past them, those promoters have then had to pay those riders, you know, mm. big, big points money for those big scores. And now that's completely pointless because those results have been expunged from the, yeah. from the league. So, But the money won't be. <laughs> absolutely no. So, and a frightening stat that I saw on, on Twitter early on, 26 clubs in 2003 in the top two leagues. Now, with Newcastle going, there's only 16. Jeez. That's... 10 clubs in 20 years yeah that's essentially one club every two years is well i mean we've we've been down this road before mm. haven't we on this yeah. show and it's it is frightening i don't know i mean other than you need somebody to come in and run the sport properly a suprema which we've said other people have said uh ad infinitum that's the way it needs to be done mm. and with those st- statistics Ten years from now, Ooh. scary. Mm. There's a tweet from Retro Speedway from Tony McDonald. Unless until promoters start to a route and brand reform addressing why tracks are unsustainable, clubs will be continuing to be lost year after year. Warning so the warning signs were written for large many of years and have been repeatedly ignored. Fundamentally, Speedway is far too expensive to run, participate in, and watch. BSPL will never cede power to an independent Supremo body. They've missed their chance with John Berry in 1985. It may take a breakaway movement, a bit like the national provincial split in 1964, to bring everybody, everything to a head and for common sense to prevail. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of common sense in that. Well, we've got a few um, comments up on the uh, shout box, as you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, David James says, shame about Newcastle, but it's going to, to be like that till Poland stop trying to run Speedway, telling riders where they can and they can't run. Well, it possibly it needs the FIM to step in and sort of do the, what I was alluding mm. to in my little piece before, to, you know, to, to enforce their own rules. Uh, John Bird says, evening guys, guess this is going to be a good show with everything gone on in a mad week. Uh, uh, Tim Tor- Jim Torrell says, evening via YouTube. Let's give him a wave. Hi, mate. Uh, Craig Smee, Newcastle shouldn't have been allowed to run this season. A points average is put in place, and now I can't see anymore. Thank you. A points average is, is put in place to make the league competitive and to stop clubs running away with it. The fact Newcastle tracked a team well below the averages, it should have set alarm bells ringing. They simply couldn't afford to track a competitive team. Suicidal for a promoter. Uh, so as aside from diehard fans, the paying public won't come to watch a team getting hammered by 20 points every week on a poor racing track. Simple as that, really. Uh, Alan Peter Welch sad day in Newcastle and gutted Speedway is going to disappear in the next 10 years uh, Simon Corbett says nice to meet Matt at Brum very good match on a good track crowd very poor on a beautiful evening Pickering outstanding Sedgman a worry when he doesn't gate a nightmare with roadworks the last 5 minutes there's a lot to pick apart in That's that absolutely yeah <laughs> And so, well, first thing we should pick apart. He said it's nice to meet you. Is that the first time that's ever happened? That's yeah, a, yeah. That yeah, it's not, not normally they turn around and run. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's me. That is. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what is Matt's opinion of the Wolves track last night? Many reports say poor racing, one overtake all night. Bellevue clearly missed Kurtz. Otherwise, could have been closer. Yeah, the track wasn't very good last night at Wolves. I must admit. Um, 
unfortunately there's been there's been too many instances at Wolsey season where the track's been different from one week to the other which mm-hmm. I don't think helps there was one ex- one exceptional race heat number eight um, with Tom Brendan and Steve Worrell Lo- lovely pass from Steve Worrell to pass um, Tom Brendan on the outside but apart from that it was you know it was a bit processional um the meeting was really kept interesting by the fact that it was so close until the latter stages when Wolves really began to uh, began to pull away. But uh, yeah, I, I do agree with with uh, with Jeff. It certainly wasn't the best uh, of racing at Wolves last night. Okay, well, uh, Michael, what do you think, James Wright, for Birmingham on a five point six average? Well, there's going to be a free for all for. Newcastle riders now, isn't there? I think Lee Compline has gone to um, Edinburgh, as far as I'm aware. To replace? Not sure who he's replacing, but uh, I'm I'm sure I have seen that somewhere. It's going to be a merry-go-round, isn't there? Yeah. Um, I think the so-called fans on forums, etc., slagging Rob off has not helped. I've got nothing but respect for Rob for trying. I think I've got a slightly different opinion on that than I would have had like 10 years ago. I think now the the fans' forums are a thing themselves that are slowly uh, fading away mm-hmm. um, because people are much more interested on Facebook, Twitter, on Twitter, mm-hmm. on all you know, on yeah. all these different. Um, and I, I know on asked the Birmingham site, it, it's, it's dwindling oh, away yeah, quite, yeah, quite yeah, a yeah, bit, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it um, so, and I think new yeah. people coming in are much more likely. Yeah. to get their information that way then people yeah. want direct mm. information straight away quick as quick as that yeah and i think twitter and all the other social media outlets are, are the way uh rich thomas says sadly it won't be the last club to go dave twine oh. says shared evening i'm oh, not sure yes don't forget to share the stream please thank yep. you guys mm. oh right I, I, okay yes <laughs> uh shared evening and this is the slash that uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, David James, they have Cradley, Birmingham, Coventry, Wolves in the area. Why can't they help each other by going every week? Oh, don't have Coventry, do we? But yes, I, t- I, I think it do- that does happen. Still happen. That though, does happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, yeah. you, you still see some. You still see quite a few Coventry fans that pitch you at uh, Mama and, and also Perry Bar as well. So um, and, and also Birmingham have done a thing this month, um, which is. Uh, so the people from Wolves, from Coventry, from uh, Cradley, they show their tickets or whatever, and they get in for uh, a lesser price just for the month of June, mm. just to try and encourage them. I, th- I thought the crowd was up a bit at uh, Perry Bar last week. I thought it was up a little bit. Yeah, mm, um, I did. Still not a great crowd, but mm, I think you argue. I would say it was arguably the best crowd of the season in Birmingham. To be fair, they, those who were there witnessed mm. a very good meeting. So. It was a great meeting. Mm. It was a great meeting. You know, it's best best I've seen at Perry Bar for a, for a yeah. while, and and the the result was in doubt until the, the last heat, which is always nice to get. A, mm. I know you've got opinions about the last heat, but we'll we'll come on to that. Yeah. Um, Paul Stark. He is a Newcastle right? He is, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's ridden for us before. Somebody's just I just said that because somebody yeah. mentioned it. Um, John Bird weather played big part in my more track racing last night. Track wasn't itself, but still a good meeting. Yeah, as I say, it was good in the sense that it was that it was close. Um, I don't think the racing was 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 brilliant, but hey ho. Phil Poltney says I think Speedway just doesn't get enough press and TV is limited. The powers that be need to sit down and do a reset. 
Look at darts now. It's mm. massive week in, week out. I don't have the answers, but needs a big kick up the backside. I think comparing it to darts is a little bit... It's cakes and cheese, if you like. Yeah. Um, because how often is a big dart... I mean, I've, we've all seen those big darts match and they're packed out and everything. Absolutely, yeah. But that doesn't happen every week mm-hmm. in lots of different places in the country. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an occasion. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's a different dynamic, I guess. Uh, Rich Thomas, when I started watching in late 70s, there were 43 clubs in the top two leagues. Mm. I remember it well. We've now got 16. It's Mm. alarming, that is, isn't it? Uh, Look at the discovery taking over the GPs. Already big changes and a vision for the GPs. It needs something like this for British Speedway. Stripped back and start again with a structure from top to bottom. Yes. Can't can't disagree with that, unfortunately. Pete Clark, Wolves was poor last night. Yeah. And Lee Complin's gone to Armadale, not Edinburgh, apparently. David James, I've seen world champions at Paul Speedway, Javi, Rickardson, Larum, Chris Holder, Magic Lars, Gunnarston, Skull, etc. used to be uh, brilliant. Yes. Uh, none, none of those, that calibre of rider is really riding in this country. Unfortunately not. No. Uh, at the moment. Uh, although... Um, uh, the, the, the uh, oh, I forgot his name now, the guy that guested for us last week. Josh Pickering. Josh Pickering, that's the word. He was brilliant. Brilliant in the pitch as well, from what, mm. I've, been, from what I've been told. Right. He, but, he, he seemed to um, very much become part of the team. Yeah. Don't get worried, Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> when you say brilliant in the pitch, what do you mean like for, for helping uh, out, bit, advice? Out, and, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, hope Matty Weathers gets a place fast. He's such a team racer. I really like him. Yeah, he's not. He's a good rider, Matt Weathers is. And Rich Thomas says coverage of top league speedway on tally is so hit and miss. No one knows when a match is being shown. It's very true. You know, mm. I mean, there's. Uh, I know we've got Eurosport, but of course they're not covering it. They're not covering a meeting every single week, are they? So, it's no. not really any continuity. We're getting the. Uh, we're getting the coverage. No, it isn't. But that's, it's, it's one of the most common uh, sentences. He's not in the speedway for is, um, is, a, is there any speedway on tonight? Anybody yeah. know where it is? Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. So yeah, we've caught we've up. Caught I believe. Up, yeah. 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 Um, well, let's talk about Birmingham then. Um, oh. It was a great match. I mean, it's. I hate this having to rely on guests all the time, but it is. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, the way of the world. I understand Klaus Wissing will be back tomorrow. So just one guest tomorrow for Josh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, a pretty good guest at that. Um, desperately trying to remember who it was. It'll come to me. Paco Castagna. Paco. Well, he knows the track at least. He certainly he? knows Paco, the track, so. yeah. Um, oh, we've got a few more things here. Listen to the last heats of Peterborough versus Ipswich on Radio Cambridge last night commentator saying dirty Doyle etc but saying he ran Basso into the fence on purpose should not be said by a commentator and that is bad for the sport no, he should like not be biased don't like that but if you watch a football match and somebody not, not, fa- if yeah, you not. watch a football match and somebody fouls each other you foul somebody you expect the commentator to to call that out mm. yeah but not saying someone's done something on purpose Nice. Someone's tried to injure somebody on purpose. That's, that does you know, happen. That is, uh, uh, it, it has happened before, yes, I missed mm. it, but I don't think you should really... Uh, it's a judgment. Simon Corbett says it weakens Brum. I think he means... Having Paco having, in as a... I don't, I don't think Paco will 
will weaken will weaken us. I don't. I think Paco and Josh about the same, in there. Mm, it's. I think he's probably thinking about. So just to rewind, missing. just to rewind a bit there. What you're saying that the, the commentator actually said that. Uh, that's what the comment is saying. Okay, okay. So. And that's, what, that's, just, that's what's been reported okay, to us. Okay, so yeah. just, just clicked. Hey, yeah. you can't say that. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, you have to moderate the way you say things, but yeah. you should yeah. still yeah. call things out as you see them. You know, but, you know, if you think somebody's pushed somebody too wide, you should say that. But you, ha- you do have to make sure your language is... is Curtailed a bit. Yeah. yeah, just a bit, yeah. Somebody here said D- Doyle dirty. Never. I, I, he's a hard rider, he, Jason yeah. Doyle, to be fair. So, But he's, he, it's never struck me as being dirty. It is rumoured that the polls are to relax the rider league rule next season. Hopefully this will kickstart the British league. But can the clubs afford the big guys? Oh, I guess we'll find out. I think it needs fairness more than anything else. I think it just needs a level playing field mm. so every team can reasonably be able to compete because yeah. I mean as I said as I said before I mean you looked at that Newcastle team back in March nobody could see nobody was could see anything other than Newcastle struggling mm. mm-hmm. and you know that's been proved right they've, they've barely scored 30 points in, meet, in some meetings this is, this is at home as well of course it's a problem for Birmingham we're probably going to finish last night <laughs> I can't see anything wrong with that comment, actually. It is time for British Speedway. To be run as business yeah, with a why, proper board, um, not the current isn't, regime. Why isn't it? <laughs> it's history, isn't it? Yeah, it's the history of, of, of the sport. Mm. Okay. Anyway, back to Birmingham. Right. I've got to keep coming back to Birmingham because it was, it was such a great match and it was so uplifting to, to see mm. and to see the crowd's reaction and uh, talk about Josh Pickering. Wow! Really good performance. Really, 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 really good. good really, really, you would you would have thought he was our, he was our number one. You know, um, he was he was really really good. Um, nothing but, and the way he spoke as well. Yeah, uh, really really professional and really good. Yeah, oh, you got the sense as well that he enjoyed it. Mm. And uh, you know, obviously enjoying battling with top guys like Hans Anderson and, mm-hmm. and Scott Nichols. So, and beating them. Yeah, beating them. Um, I think you, he, I think I mean I, I know I know um, I know Scott had his uh, obviously had a, that problem in eight thirteen, but mm-hmm. I think the the pace that Pickering was going, I think he would have. He, I think him anyway. he was going to catch him, yeah. yeah so yeah. and that and that would have sealed the win for us. Um, you wasn't happy with. Well, for, first and foremost, I'll say Birmingham did deserve the win. Mm-hmm. On the, I mean, they made a really really good start. They they let Plymouth back into the meeting mm-hmm. really, but. I thought I thought Birmingham just had enough to hold Plymouth at, at arm's length, and that's that's essentially what happened. Um, I, I had a, I mean, I I was on the first bend up in the up in the bar, so I, I obviously saw the um, yeah, I thought you might with be the, the bar. With, yeah, of course, yeah. I only had one in there, so mm, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> that's all he could afford. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> that's, that's very true. Um, but I mean, I'd, I I was on the so I was on the first bend, and um, the incident with. Um, with Stefan and with Stefan Nielsen and Hans Hansen happened on on Ben three. Um, it was a hard move from from Hans Hansen. Mm-hmm. You know, don't get me wrong, but I saw minimal contact. And I thought, is that to, not enough? Uh, 
Some, sometimes it's enough, but mm-hmm. I, I, put, I mean... I mean, from where I was standing, I couldn't see. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hold my hand up. I, uh, I, when, when it happened, I would, I would not have been surprised to, to see either of them. I just couldn't see. Something could obviously happen, yeah, but I couldn't I, see. I, I, you know, you know not, not being disrespectful to Stefan Nielsen, as I like Stefan Nielsen as a rider, but I, I felt he could have stopped on that bike. I thought he sort of laid it down. It was a bit too quick to lay the bike down, mm-hmm. I thought. Um Maybe took a chance, and you know, Birmingham. To be fair, after such a horrendous run of luck with the injuries, and, and it's weather, nice to get some. Deserve, luck. I think they, yeah. deserve, I think they did deserve some luck in that sense. But yeah. uh, I, I was a bit surprised. I mean, by all accounts, um, neither Gary May nor Hans Hansen contested the decision with the referee, which right. which did surprise me to be honest. Which well, that might that. I just, I mean, it was a, it was a trainee referee, wasn't it? So it was a trainee referee. He yeah. had some decisions to make yeah, that I night, just, uh, well, didn't he? I partly wondered at the time whether that was that decision was made based on Hans Anderson's reputation, but right, hey, um, uh, yeah, I, I think it might have been based on something else actually. But I'll tell you about that off air. <laughs> 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 um, so, uh, Jeff Daniels, uh, can can you go up a little bit? There was something yeah. I saw, and I think. Yeah, okay. Uh, no, I must have seen something else. Okay, uh, Jeff Daniels. I listened to the Peterborough meeting last night. Commentator Defo said "Dirty Doyle," and that's going to be his nickname. Very poor comment. Mm, don't like that. Terry all talking about Josh Pickering. Seen Josh ride at Foxhall for Lynn, and I hate to say it as a witch, but I really enjoy watching his never say die attitude. Uh, Peter Clark, hi Pete. A uh, big shout out to John Priest for the Brum Track last week. Eight bowsers of water all day watering. Okay. Yeah, they did a great job with the track, didn't they? On for such a hot day as well. Uh, David Twine says Vissing was riding as a guest for another Danish team last week instead of riding for Brum. His team Holstead had no fixture. Okay, John Bird says I think it proves Birmingham need a number one. Oh, I have no doubts about that. If Birmingham had a number one, that'd be a good side. Yeah, yeah. They're just lacking that rider that, that you can that, beat, that, that what that rider that you know can go out and win eight number one mm. against anybody, and they don't really have that at the moment, unfortunately. No, we need our Jason Lyons, mm. essentially. Um, if the Poles do relax the league rules, then I feel Poland, Sweden, Denmark and UK leagues should put their heads together to come up with a plan to allow not just the top riders, but the young under-21s to be put into the top-flight leagues. Surely a win-win for leagues to blood young talent for their own country. From a UK point of view, they should then allow the Premiership to field stronger teams and the Championship to be similar uh, to how it is now. Still a good product, but won't have the top riders from around the world. More teams needed in top flight of UK as well. I think that's a great idea, Mr. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why aren't they bloodied? Why, why aren't these people out here running the running speed? Because <laughs> yeah. they've got too much common sense, probably. Yeah, and not, uh, more common sense and not enough money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's been, there's yeah. been some good, good kinds of mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You say you're making that sound. You sound surprised because by that. That yeah, our audience it, make good well, comments. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it is unusual, really. Uh, John Bird is Vissing not riding that, in da- Danish final tomorrow. Then I presume not. He's named in the Birmingham team. Yep. And Dave Twine says about time Brum had some ref decisions to go for them. Yeah, as I say, they did. They did. Yeah. Deser- they did deserve some luck. To be fair, and as I say, I think over the course of the meeting, I think Birmingham did enough to win that meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, the, you know, at one stage it looked like Birmingham were going to run away with it, and they sort of let Plymouth back into the match. I mean, and and don't forget as well, Plymouth have been excellent on the road this season, so that was a, a very very good result to beat a Plymouth team that's been doing well mm, on absolutely. the this season. They would have targeted that as a win. Oh, absolutely, yeah, they um, and, and and I think they probably deserved their point. Yeah, I think they'll come away disappointed mm. with the performance in the first half of the meeting because they they in the end they left themselves a bit too much to do they're a good they're a good solid yeah. team and a but, co- a co- got his comments on um, um, on YouTube yes from okay. Robert Hacker uh, first went to Speedway in 1960 at Sun Street 10 years 10 years old nights out great promoters these promoters can't lace Fearman's and Parker's boots still watch Speedway but it agonises me watching guest rider replacement I think that's what it says okay um I was going to say something then, and it's totally. Uh, thanks for tuning in anyway, Robert. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, thanks for everybody, everybody for tuning yeah, in, appreciate uh, it, yeah, and all yeah. your comments. We can't uh, can't run without them. Uh, okay, so it's a shame because I had something really important to say. It's disappeared. <laughs> Never mind. Couldn't be that important. Mm, no, no. Okay. Uh, so this weekend uh, we have the GP. Yep. Uh, it seems to have been a long time since we had the last one. Well, two weeks. So. Uh, lots happened in two weeks in, in speed race, like mm-hmm. uh, like politics. Yep. Um, and, uh, goes off, of course. Yeah, you would you would imagine. Bart, I can't even say Bart his name. Bartok Smarshley yeah, on, 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 on his home track. On his course. home track. Yeah. yeah so. um, you would possibly expect him to. Uh, has he sort of got to? do well in this one to make people keep that sort of air of unbeatability uh, about I him I don't think so because he's still leading the championship to mm. be fair so I mean pe- well, people quite a lot, really. people are making out that he's not having a very good season he's still you know coming to be clear at the top of the standings I mean he hasn't won the number of GPs that you would have expected him to because everybody I mean people at the start of the season were talking about whether he could win every single Grand Prix but mm. Um, he's <laughs> because of the, the the Russians not not being there. Yeah, absolutely. But um, he's do, he's doing enough. He's doing the bare minimum at the moment. Um, there's going to be different challenges all the way through the season, aren't they? So, mm. and you know, just hoping for a good GP because the last couple of GPs haven't been particularly great. To be honest, I mean, Prague was disappointing. Um, and from what I've seen, the, they had their moments, but it wasn't yeah. th- a thriller minute. It wasn't the best. Yeah, but I'll, I mean, I, from from experience of watching Speedway, it goes off. I do like the goes off track, so it's uh, it's hopefully uh, amazing that we're going to see some pretty good racing on. So, absolutely, a bit like the Birmingham track. Mm. Yeah, it's just nice to say that after what happened last year. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, well done, Mister Priest. Mm-hmm. And everybody that, uh, that there's be a lot of people down there now putting the um, covers on and the tyres getting ready for tomorrow. So well done, all you guys. We should say um, well done to Adam Ellis. Mm, uh, yeah, qualified for the European Championship. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, the shortened mini championship as it, yep. as it, as it is now. Um, I can see him doing okay in that. Yeah, he's not. You know, he's having. I say he's having a. He's Solid start of the season, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Doing well for Sheffield. He, he probably hadn't hit top form for for Birmingham bef- before he uh, dropped out of the plans. But you know, certainly for Sheffield, he's having a, a pretty good season. So, uh, yeah, just so I, I received that via email, um, Mike. I don't know if it's okay. of interest about um, it's from Rob Dyer. So. Yeah, it might be of interest to some of the uh, Cradley f- 
uh, fans, Speedway's back with White Link Warriors on a mission. The 2022 Speedway season at Ride Smallbrook Stadium launches this coming Thursday on the 23rd of June as the White Link Warriors play prepare to take on the Cradley Heathens and Weymouth Wildcats in the first of three meetings as the teams race for the newly created Michael Richardson Trophy. Warriors will warmly welcome back Ben Morley and Connor King as those two former Warriors link up with 2021 homesters Dan Verge and Alex Spooner. With team manager Steve Piper on a mission to drive his charges on to improve... Bloody, 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 bam. You get the idea. Yeah. Uh, I'm just seeing if I can find out some of the teams. Okay, here we go. For the Warriors, it's Connor King, Ben Morley, Alex Spooner and Dan O'Verge. For the Heathens, it will be Alfie Botel, Connor Coles, Tom Spencer and Chris Watts. For the Wildcats, it will be Henry Atkins, Jacob Clouting, Jason Edwards and Ben Trigger. That could be quite an interesting meeting. I'm not sure I could. Yeah, wish them well. You know, they've done re- they've done really well down there, haven't they? Yeah. The and they they have shown how to promote Speedway. It's, Absolutely, it's just criminal that uh, they've essentially been forced away from British Thanks Speedway. Yeah, Can we talk about Kingsland Reserve? They signed Jason Edwards to replace Jack Thomas on short-term deal, but the authority of Rising Star is injured. The club's number eight has to ride, so the rule's being bent already by the clubs. Yes, I thought that. Mm. I, thought I, that. I didn't know that was a rule, but it is a rule then. Because yeah. when, um, when Leon mm. Flint was injured, Wolves used um, Joe Thompson in the meetings because he's, he's designated as Wolves' number eight. So... Pete Clark's just said we could do with a few more taking the tyres and sheets off tomorrow night. If you could spare an hour after the meeting, please come and see us in the pits. Yeah, we could. I was knackered. Am I allowed to say that at the end of last week? No. Go on, there you go. <laughs> but when you get um, to your age, you know... Yeah, talk quite. Can you, can you put that down a little bit? There was something I wanted to... Uh, no, keep going. Okay, okay. That's the one. Uh, Craig Smith says he fancies Marjlik at the weekend, but Dan Bewley looked quick around Gorgio on Sunday and had some good speed. Had a great race with Smarzlik as well, so keep an eye on Bewley. He's riding well in Poland this season. Dan Bewley's started life in the JP pretty well, I think, isn't I he? I think he's, so. He's certainly on the pace. He doesn't look overawed by it. Not at all, not at all. I think he, I think it probably helps having uh, Ty Waffenden. And Robert uh, Lambert uh, as well, yeah, obviously, in there. Yeah. And Robert Lambert's had a pretty solid start to the season as well. Yeah, not bad. You know, he's, he's currently in the top eight at the moment, so... Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Looks like um, Ty Waffington's finding form at last. So he's been better in the last couple of Grand Prix, although he's still, you know, still seems to be struggling Craig. out the gates for me. Mm, Craig says he's, he's not, never been the best gator in the world, though. Has he? he never has been, mm. but you know, I mean, he's gating at the moment for me. He's, 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 I mean, Peter Colson's gating was terrible. Mm. I know that from from when wasn't he when he first came over here, but Ty's he's no better on. I think at the moment, so. Craig Smith says Waffy's really struggling for speed. He starts off slow, has a couple of race wins, and then tails off towards the end in most meetings. Yeah, I think that's a fair comment. I think he was a little bit better in his last GP. To be fair, uh, sorry guys, only just come on. Anyone mentioned the new kid on the block, Luke Killeen? I think he was mentioned earlier. Yes, um, he was. I, yeah, I know very little about uh, about him, so. Well, a lot of people are raving about him, mm. I know that, so... And anyone old enough to remember Frank Crazy Man Killeen? 
his old man. I'm probably old enough to remember him, but I'm obviously old enough to fig- have forgotten forgot him as well. Yeah, you remember the war? So yeah. Where? Yeah, what, the Hundred Years' War? Napoleonic. Yeah, can I just say there's a lot of people on online tonight watching us. Don't be shy, just come on and uh, introduce yourself. Say hello, tell us your team. Yep, tell us your team, tell us how you've been doing this week, tell us the most entertaining rider that you've had ride for you that's not in your team. Yeah. <laughs> I'll start. That as a war- yeah. war, shouldn't we, at the end of the season, yeah. best, most exciting guest of the season, so. Uh, I'll, and I'll start with Josh Pickering. Mm. I wonder Bob. how many people will say that. Bomber's going to be up there. We should say get well soon, uh, Ben Barker. Yep, of course. Uh, as well, because he's uh, had a bit of an injury. Um, and, uh, yeah. Every week somebody gets injured, uh, well, don't they? awful. Only in Speedway. Yeah. Right, I'm, I guess we're coming up towards that time, aren't we, lads? I don't know where, 40 minutes have gone already. I know. Where, where I just looked at the time. How is that going? Um, we'll look at the late table and have a laugh. So. Yeah, okay. Say, it's, um, you're, uh, hang on, I should get in studio mode. There we go. So I'm still in 17th place. You're still in 17th place. Too yeah. many reds in there. I've slipped a little bit, but look at all, look at it getting yeah. Quite tightish, isn't it? Yeah. It isn't completely accurate, that type. Well, I've missed off a point oh, for, for God, Andrew he gets Garner. One, so he gets we'll, one, uh, he gets so one job uh, every week. He actually is... Uh, so he's in third place yeah. then? So, but, okay. I mean, Steve Morgan's the big mover, isn't he? I mean, I, I look... Because mm. I, keep, uh, I keep a screenshot of all these lead tables week by week, and I think three weeks ago, Steve was about ninth or tenth. All right. And right. he's absolutely flying the bus. So he's so. most improved. Yeah. So there's, there's hope for me yet. No. Okay. no, no, no. Glad we got that done. Mm-hmm. But there's only, uh, yeah, there's only four points separate the second TD. I'm catching ninth. up with you, Chris. Believe it or not, I'm catching up with <laughs> you. Slightly. That, it now. that 50 quid's mine. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. okay. We've got a few fixtures to come up this week, I think. So yeah, we, didn't, yep, we, have yep. quite a, we didn't have many last week, but we've uh, that's going to... Uh, Amply be made yeah. for. Um, I, I, I know what I was going to say. I remembered what I was going to say. I, I heard a comment that said, um, "Well, Birmingham's season is over." Um, somebody said it to me actually at the meeting last week, and no, it's not because there's another cup to go for. Yep. There's the summer cup and get the team back and together and get it clicking. You know. Until it's mathematically impossible, that, that sixth place has got to be got, got to be there to be mm. shot at. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Okay, so shall we um, get on with it? There we go. Well, seems to have been an eventful night at Peterborough last night. Four exclusions in the first seven races and a couple of crashes. Anyone there last night that could tell us, was it just a good competitive meeting or was it the track catching riders out my understanding is that it was just a good competitive meeting from what I've read from what I've read it took a while mm. for them to uh, do the air, repair the air fence after right. the first crash there because there was a comment on the there was a comment on the Speed Up Express website saying they must be using a foot pump it was taking that long so. <laughs> <laughs> right then I believe I started last week didn't yeah. I so it's you, you start this week first up is Birmingham against Redcar hmm Interesting one. The um, 
the return of, the return. of, of uh, red car. It was the return. all to go for you when you arrived. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the return, it was, it's a different team, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's not, I mean, I mean, Eric Chris was riding for us last I year. I do, but I do think there is. I think there's going to be some needle on the terraces. To be fair, because there was a lot of anger mm. in that meeting there there last was. year that we. Uh, we'll see. But I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for a Birmingham win on this one okay. by four. It's going to be tough because Red mm. are having a good season again. So yeah, but mm. possibly not as good as Plymouth. So, I go. Yeah, you'll go. Okay, so I'm actually going to go for uh, Brummies win. I'm going to go Brummies by four. Go one one win we get, and all of a sudden everybody yeah. we're going. <laughs> so don't get overconfident now, so. Uh, everybody else is going for red car so far. By the way, we've got red car by ten, by six, by eight. So I'm going to go for a Birmingham win, and I'm going to also say by four. <laughs> so. These comments will be on the uh, regular dressing room wall apparently tomorrow. So right. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we've got uh, Oxford against Glasgow. Oxford against Glasgow. They sort of flattered to deceive a bit, haven't they, Oxford? Uh, they have a little bit, yeah. Mm. Up to you, uh, Chris. I'm going to go Oxford by six. I'm going to say Glasgow by four. I'm going to take leave of my senses and say Oxford by 14. <gasps> Good God. Sorry? Good yeah. God. You have taken leave of your senses, everybody. <laughs> We've got red car by eight, Glasgow by eight, Glasgow by six. Um, You've got to start taking a few uh, gambles here. I think, so is that is that have... what you're doing then? Yeah. So, okay. I'm, I'm not far. I'm not far off the top. So yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. What's the next one? Uh, Pool Pirates versus Plymouth Gladiators. Mm. I think that's up to me, isn't it? No, you did the last one. It's up to me. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go, by all no, means, no, no, no. I'm going to say Pool by eight. <laughs> Yay! We did. Sorry. Somebody told me off for that this <laughs> week, yeah. Did they? Yeah, they really did. What for doing that? Yeah. 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 Okay, I won't do that. I'll go. Is this is not your go, just no, keep that is late. I'll go pull by 10. Okay. I'll go pull by 12. That could be a good competitive meeting, actually. It could be. Because Paul have got a lot of ex. Plymouth have got a lot of ex pull rods as well, so. Mm. Mm. Okay, so we're up to Ipswich against Pl- uh, Peterborough. That's that's yours. That could be interesting. I'll go Ipswich by four. You wouldn't have said that a couple of weeks back. No. And you would have given Ipswich a much bigger. I'll go Ipswich by six. Mm, I'm going to say Ipswich by eight, just because I was going to say six, and I don't want to say the same as you. No, no, <laughs> okay, next up is Kingsland against Sheffield. Kingsland Stars with um, their guest for Everson, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go, sorry. Um, Kingsland by six. Sheffield by two. I'm going to go Kingsland by four. Sheffield seem to have gone off the ball a bit, don't they? So They do. They do. But Next up is Edinburgh against Oxford. Uh, and that's down to me. I'm going to say Edinburgh by 12. I've gone Edinburgh by 10. Uh, I'll go Edinburgh by 8. Okay, next up. Red Car Bears versus To Be Confirmed. That was going to be Newcastle, of course, wasn't oh, it? Oh, so, right, OK. Course, so we, we move on to uh, Glasgow against Leicester. To, to Be Confirmed would have won that anyway. Mm. Was it my go? 
Uh, no, it's Matsko, and this is going to be an interesting one. Glasgow by six. I'll go Glasgow by four. Just on the basis that I've got nothing to lose, Leicester by two. Okay, now we drop into the National League. Bellevue Colts against Berwick Bullets. Uh, it's up to you, uh, Chris. Bellevue uh, Colts. Um, I'll go Bellevue by ten. Bellevue by four. Bellevue by twenty. That, well, that's a very different. Uh, okay. Next up, we've got uh, back into the Championship. Berwick against Scunthorpe. Interesting. And town to me. I'm going to say a draw. I'm going to say Berwick by 14. I'll go Berwick by 10. Okay, next up is Leicester against Birmingham, Midland Derby. Where go? It's uh, Matska. Be kind to us. I better stand outside for this one. I think, <laughs> I? Um, I've gone for uh, Leicester Burton. <laughs> Leicester, Leicester by 26 I've gone for okay unfortunately <laughs> Birmingham's racing visits to Leicester have been uh, about that haven't they so yeah. mm, I'll go Leicester by 14 I'm going to say Leicester by 12 I think Birmingham just need to go out there and just make a match of it don't they mm. I don't think anybody's realistically expecting Birmingham to go out there and win but uh, I might even go to that match who knows okay uh, okay, uh, Mildenor Fen Tigers versus Leicester Cubs. It's up to you, Chris. I'll go Mildenor by 10. I'm going to say Mildenor by 6. I'll go in the middle then, Mildenor by 8. Of course you will. Uh, put you can carry. Bleh, you can continue putting your scores up on the shout box as well if you want. People seem to have stopped. Yep. Sheffield against Ipswich, which I believe is the uh, TV meeting on. That might not be a bad meeting. Mm, yeah. Mm. Up to me, I'm going to say Sheffield need to get their act together, don't they? Yeah. I'm going to say Sheffield by six. Go. I've gone Sheffield by two. Okay. I'll go Sheffield by. I'll go in the middle. Four. Okay. Okay. Ooh, Next we've up, got, we've got some, we've got Mildenhall by twelve, Sheffield by eight, and Sheffield by sixteen. Yeah. Real mixture of opinions there, yeah. aren't there? So, uh, next up on Monday is Wolves against Peterborough. That's the um, rearranged match from a couple of weeks ago, I believe. Okay, it's up to you, Matt. I'll go Wolves by ten. I'll go Wolves by six. I'll go by uh, Peterborough by twenty-six. No, <laughs> oh, no just get my own back for that. No rule is you can't change. No, that. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had my fingers crossed. Oh, that's um, okay then. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Wolves by ten. I was going to say, which one's your bad knee again, sir? <laughs> <laughs> and last but by no means least, we've got Plymouth against Glasgow on uh, Tuesday. Plymouth versus Glasgow. Uh, goes up. Uh, that's yours, Chris. Okay, I'll go. Uh, I'll go Glasgow by six. Hmm. I'm going to say Plymouth by four. I've gone that as well. I've gone Plymouth by four. Okay. okay. I think that's us. So ends the put, meetings so, for the. Yep. Uh, so put your scores up on the on the yeah. chat. I know, obviously, some of you have already put your scores up on the uh, on the Facebook page as well. Yeah. So. And don't forget, you can't change it. Mm-hmm. You can't change it once you put it up. 
That's your lot. Yeah, and I will do an updated table when I get back home. It's a bit difficult to edit it on the phone. So. Yeah. Is there a meeting going on at Plymouth today, by the way? It was going to be Newcastle. Ah, uh, OK, so, so yeah. there isn't a meeting then. Yeah, it's, it's, that, dis, that disappointed me, to be honest. It was on the Plymouth website before it was announced on the Newcastle website. Mm. Hey? Which seems a bit strange. <laughs> Only in Speedway. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I know, I know there's been a lot of talk about, about the situation with Newcastle. Um, don't want to... Dig deep, dig too deep into it because I think there's a lot of things that have gone on at Newcastle, not just over the last couple of years, but over more years than that, to be honest. That sort of led to Newcastle fading like this. Um, from what from what people have said, I don't think Rob Grant has has really helped himself in a lot of ways. Um, from what some of the uh, from what some of the Newcastle fans have said, there's been a, you know, comments about him. You know, with the fact that he's wouldn't accept wouldn't accept help from people, wouldn't be advised and I don't. I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. a, a real speedway man, then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what yeah. I'm saying. You yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, as I said earlier, I think probably, with the benefit of hindsight, it's probably a mistake to carry on this season. Um, mm-hmm. They obviously had that big crowd at that last meeting that I think you went to last year, mm-hmm. and that sort of, you know, maybe, maybe a heart ruling head situ- decision to to carry on. But if you were, as I say, if they were going to carry on, they had to try and get a more competitive team because last season the team was well below the points limit as well. Um, you know, it's it, as I say, it's only it's just coming up to a year since we lost Eastbourne as well. So mm-hmm. you know, there's, I think there's still still a lot of things going on down at Eastbourne trying to sort out the mess that was that was left at Eastbourne to, for them to hopefully come back to the taps in 2023. Somebody has said Newcastle and Edinburgh and gone at the end of the season. I hope that's not true. Um, so Leicester and Glasgow up to the Premiership. Oh, I can't see Glasgow going up. It, it really depends it's on just, how it's organised. Well, it's doesn't just it? it's just too far at the way, isn't it? Because they're, they're well, nearest, there is that. the nearest their, their local derby then will be Bellevue, wouldn't it? So. It's, <laughs> So what's the problems at Edinburgh then? They've lost their track for next year. Oh, right, okay. Basically. Somebody on the official Speedway page said he was offered a lot of help and support and wouldn't take it. Don't know why. Well, possibly we knew what that support was. We might know why. Mm. British Under-21 final at Birmingham now on Wednesday the 31st of August. Yeah, that's, a good, that's going to be a good way for Birmingham mm-hmm. to have, isn't it? And yeah. I think the fact that the track's been excellent this season as well will help with that one. So. Uh, Pete Clark says, happy bear hunting to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. just, just going back to the Under-21s, I would say it's got to be the average rider must be Under-21 anyway. <laughs> Speedway. I doubt it. I doubt it. To be honest, I mean, yeah. you look at the likes of Bomber, Scott, yeah, Scott well, Nichols, Hans Anderson. Hans Anderson yeah. Yeah, you've got um, a few old ones, but I mean, yeah. you know, even Klaus Vissing. Um, yeah, yeah. Josh Orty's well Orty. over thirty now, isn't he? So. Yeah. Uh, Chris Simpson yeah, says, "Evening Brummies. Looking forward to seeing you soon." Okay, okay. Uh, Leicester and Glasgow give Premier. Credibility can't run with six again. Well, I think at the moment the, the Premiership is sort of counting on on Swindon coming back. But mm. I've, I've up until about six weeks ago, I was very very confident that we'd see Swindon back. But I'm, I've got reservations again because it's gone very very quiet there. It has from gone from quiet. what I've been told, they've stopped working as well on on doing the work down there. Um, 
and Alan Rust has, has been extremely quiet on the whole thing to be honest I, I did actually wonder when Oxford came back whether Roscoe might end up there because obviously he did, he did race for Oxford and it's relatively local to him so um, yeah uh, Paul Kavanagh says I was at Peterborough I was talking to Jason Crump he said there seemed to be a rut on the third and fourth bend which he hadn't ever seen before Bomber was fantastic on the night well as I've said before Bomber will write anything will he sir and Duncan Pemberton has echoed your views Swindon will be a housing estate unfortunately and Rich Thomas says Swindon very doubtful nothing happening at the stadium promises made and not kept I suppose if it's about money then it's yeah. always about money. Well, and the housing I'm, estate has got to be more profitable. I'm looking it? at this. Well, you look at the situation at Swindon, it, it, it does seem to be very, very reminiscent of the situation at uh, Reading. You mm-hmm. know, Reading closed in 2008, and it was, oh, don't worry, we'll get your new stadium sorted out. And, Nothing. You know, 14 really, years later, it's. Yeah. It, I mean, the, the annoying thing for it's Reading. Been is, 14 years. Yeah, well. 2008. And the annoying thing is, the, the site at Reading is still. It's still there. It's still not used. It's right. You know, I, think I think you can still just about see the outline of the track. I mean, admittedly, it wasn't the it wasn't the plushest of venues. Uh, I don't know whether you ever went to Smallweed, but um. Craig Smee says we need Swindon back, but could do with more teams. Really gone quiet on the rumoured clubs coming back as well. Bradford, oh, yeah. Rye well, House. To Bradford. Let's talk about Coventry as well. That's another one. Yeah, uh, we don't. That's all gone very quiet there. All of a sudden, we don't know what's happening. Still, the thing well, is, well, we're still waiting for the court case to go yeah. through with Coventry. And when you when you see what is happening lately with clubs, do, these clubs that are thinking of coming back, they must be thinking, do we really want to come back? Lots of Birmingham Speedway talked about Swindon, according to Rich Thomas. <laughs> Did you like the way I cleaned that up? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I hear that right? It's um, uh, Perry Bar that they. That can only be used for a sporting event. Didn't yes, I? is that right? Okay. That's I understand it. There is a covenant, there's a covenant on the stadium. On yeah. it. Ah, that's, that's um, a clever idea. Isn't although it? I'm sure if if somebody wants to, yeah, you know, yeah, money, as we say, talks. Yeah. Um, I don't want to finish on a read. I mean, it's been, you know, the whole Newcastle thing and uh, clubs closing. Uh, it, it's. It's quite depressing, and I understand that. But I'd like to try and finish on um, a much higher note. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't think of a way to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Letters on a post box, uh, postcard, I should say. Brad- Bradford Oddsley is far too big to host League Speed. I would be great mm, as a GP yes, venue. I've, I've said that many times, mm. Ben. I think for for big meetings like GPs and British finals, it'd be fantastic. But mm. League racing, it's just it, it you know it's the stadium, the stadium itself. You could the, the, the crowds that they got for league matchings in the nineties were probably pretty good crowds in comparison to other ones. Mm. But they were just lost in such a vast bowl. I mean, it's enormous. So, Craig Smee says since the Coventry fire, it seems to have burst a bubble a bit. The court case really needs to be brought forward. You could bet your money they'll stage another fire before the November hearing. Mm. No more fires. Well, let's hope not. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody. It's been a great uh, show tonight. Uh, You've really helped us out with that. Um, Yeah, have a good week. See you all soon. Good night. Welcome to the speed.